Live a day you could end on. I've got a yellow legal pad next to my bed. I make notes in it about all manner of things, but when I set it down at the end of the day, I leave it open to one page. On the open page are three sentences scrawled in my large block letter handwriting. This could be it. Live a day you could end on. Get to work. I leave this page open next to my bed because I want it to be the first thing I think about when my feet hit the floor in the morning and the last thing I consider when I bed down for the night. Daily ruminations on mortality may seem morbid or pessimistic to some, but it's actually the most optimistic thing I can think to do. Too often, we don't appreciate the things we have until they're gone. That is especially true of time. Time is the most precious and non-renewable resource on earth, and when our time runs out, we don't have the opportunity to reflect and reminisce. Every year, every day, every moment exists only in that instant. Once it passes, it is gone. There are no take-backs, no do-overs. It's one and done, all in on one hand. As such, it's best that we work to understand the value of things while we have them. And developing a present sense of value means at least in part considering losing those things we value. If we want to value our time, we must consider what it means for our time to run out. The Stoic philosophers called this premeditatio malorum, or the premeditation of evils. In this practice, a person imagines the worst-case scenarios, pictures losing what is most precious. Again, this may seem a little dark to some, but it's not. Premeditation of evils, so far as I understand and can simply explain, is just about recognizing the potential negative outcomes of a situation or course of action. It's not about being afraid or dwelling on challenges. Stoic philosopher Seneca also said, we suffer more often in imagination than in reality. Premeditation of evils isn't crippling ourselves with fears that may never come to be. We do a fine job of that naturally. Premeditation of evils is freeing ourselves from fear. When we can recognize and understand our fears, when we can imagine our worst-case scenarios, we can take action to prevent them, or at the very least prepare ourselves to face them. There's no avoiding death, though. Blue's legend Muddy Waters had a song that said, You gotta take sick and die some of these days. A truer song was never written. We're all on borrowed time. We try to ignore it. We distract ourselves with endless frivolities, instead of acknowledging death as the unifying force it could be. Death doesn't care about color or creed or gender or background, and this day exists only once for every being on the planet. Even if we utilize the premeditations of evils, even if we ponder death, there's no stopping it. There's no fighting our way through it. Time runs out for everyone. So premeditation on death, then, is about what we want to do in life. It's cliche to say, live every day as if it's your last. And when I discuss this concept with other people, 
The argument against living like it's our last day is that it's not very practical. People will point out that if it were their last day, they wouldn't go to work or pay their bills or do any of the mundane and monotonous things they have to do to prepare for tomorrow. That's valid reasoning, but I have a few counterpoints. First, I'll acknowledge that if an asteroid were about to hit Earth, and we all knew today was our last day, there probably wouldn't be a lot of people making the morning commute or mowing the yard or folding the laundry. The trouble is, that scenario assumes two things. One, our time is all ending together, and two, we know when it's going to end. The reality of the situation is that when our time ends, most of the people around us will probably go right on living, and we don't have a clue when our time will actually run out. So I agree, we can't really live as if it is definitely our last day. We'll only have one last day, so if we assume every day is our last, most of the time we'll be wrong. There's a pretty good chance we will wake up in the morning. We have to take care of our responsibilities. But that's not a bad thing. When we do consider living a last day, sometimes I think we paint this picture of a 24-hour party, nothing but sex, drugs, and rock and roll till the lights go out. But if we really knew today was our last, I don't think that's how most of us would spend our precious few remaining hours. The picture of a decadent last day certainly has some appeal. It offers a nice distraction from really having to consider the end of our time. But that's the problem. We distract ourselves. We sleepwalk through life until something jolts us awake. I'm certainly no expert. But it seems to me when people face the reality of death, they aren't clamoring for our last few moments of self-gratification. They aren't fondly reminiscing about the times they took the easy road. They aren't wishing they had been more egotistical and self-centered. No. From what I can gather, those aren't the things people are pining for in the end. While I've never been in a situation where the end of my life felt imminent, I have written a bit about the health challenges I've faced. And those experiences have given me the opportunity to consider mortality in a very real way. When my health issues started, they came on suddenly and unexpectedly. That helped me understand that we just don't know what is going to happen. One morning, we might just wake up sick, or we might not wake up at all. And the years of pain and procedures and surgeries and rehab since have only solidified the importance of making the most of whatever time we do have. It's funny, before a bacterial infection attacked my digestive system, I was brewing beer and planning trips around where I would eat. When I first took ill, I was upset I wouldn't get to drink the Sam Adams Holiday Sampler Pack in my fridge on Christmas Eve. Five years later, that seems like such a silly concern. Every time I went in for a medical test or a surgery, I assure you I wasn't thinking about beer I wanted to drink or food I wanted to eat or things I wanted to buy or even places I wanted to go. I wasn't even thinking of bucket list items. 
Every time I was going under for a surgery or an invasive test, I was thinking about my kids. When I woke up, I was thinking about my children and my family and my students and what I could do to serve them with whatever time and ability I have left. I was thinking about living a deliberate life of purpose every day. I was thinking about living a day I could end on. I've been thinking about it ever since. Living a day we can end on is different than living a day as if it's our last. Living a day we can end on isn't about throwing all caution to the wind or giving up on responsibilities. It's not even about accomplishing everything we ever wanted to accomplish. It's about aligning our daily lives with our beliefs and our values. It's about acknowledging that we don't know which day will be our last, so we do have to prepare for tomorrow while living in our purpose today. Living a day as if it is definitively our last day seems to give the power to death. If we knew it was our last day, we'd be watching the clock and trying to squeeze things in before the final bell sounds. Living a day we could end on is about living and growing every day so we're not feeling a need to scramble in the end. It's about smiling when death unexpectedly knocks on our door, secure in the knowledge we did the best we could with the time we had. It's about making each day as purposeful and heartfelt and honest and true as we would have our last day be. If I had to choose a last day, it wouldn't look much different than my average day. I'd want my children to feel happy and special and powerful and loved. I'd wake my kids up and make them breakfast. I'd sing songs and wrestle and play games with them. We'd draw pictures and play outside. I'd tell them stories and I'd tell them how much I love them. I'd also go to work. I know a lot of people wouldn't, but I'd want my students to know I appreciate them and care about them and believe in them. My classroom might look a little different than the average day, but not too different. I'd bring my son and daughter to class with me. I'd invite former students back to my room. I wouldn't teach a bit of curriculum, but I would offer up a final lesson, a last message of support and praise. As I walked through my last day, I'd try to live with courage, integrity, respect, love, and empathy. I'd try to be patient and kind. I'd make a point to enjoy the simple wonders and pleasures in my everyday life. And I wouldn't waste my time worrying or complaining or concerning myself with the affairs of others. At night, I'd hunker down with my children one last time, sitting on the couch, a kid snuggled on either arm. I'd tuck them into bed, kiss their heads, and tell them I loved them one last time. Then before I closed my eyes, I'd try to write or draw or create a little something. Something for my kids. Something that would outlast me and might empower others. I'd try to give a little good back to a world that has been very good to me. That's a day I could end on.
so I try to live something close to it every day. I'm never perfect, and some days are closer than others. That's the goal. Sometimes circumstances keep us from our perfect day. I don't get to wake my children up and tuck them in every day, so I have to make the most out of the days I do. I certainly fail to live up to my own principles at times, but I work toward them. I'm sure I don't connect with every student in a meaningful way every day, but I spend a good bit of time talking with students about hopes and fears and goals and dreams and challenges and life. I'm not what I could be, but I'm still growing. That's why I write and draw and host a podcast and do all those things. It all started as something to offer my children when I can't be with them, and it's a way for me to learn and grow and maybe offer whatever gifts I have to put a little good out into the world. That's what it's all about. It's not about being perfect or living a perfect day. It's about doing what we can with what we've got for whatever time we have. It's about getting up every morning, understanding this could be it. It's about trying every day to live a day we could end on. It's about finding our purpose, living in our purpose, and getting to work. Thank you.